Yo. Yo, my guy. What's going on? Yo. How you been, man? I'm good, dude. What's going on with you? You know, same old stuff. Trying to cut all that good, good. <laughs> trying to nut like what? Uh, again, like almost 10 years deep. <laughs> I mean, for real. I mean, listen, I, I'm going to bring it up again, but I'm trying to I'm trying to nut like Owen did, bro. Owen was putting in that work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, that, that shit caught me way off guard. I was not expecting to fucking see titties. For sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, so, uh, this, this is gonna, this episode more or less will kind of just be off the top. Uh, mm-hmm. there's just, I have so much that I want to talk about. I'm not saying that we're going to talk about it all, but there's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of questions I have and whatnot. Um, I feel a certain type of way about this, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I'll, uh, kind of just roll with the punches, ask a few questions, you know hear your response and then um at some point i'll just open up the floor and just be like yo any anything you you feel like you got to share get off your chest or whatnot mm-hmm. um and then we'll pretty much wrap it up sounds good sounds good cool 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 um i'm gonna start i'm gonna start dialogue or not dialogue. i'm gonna start the conversation and then um i'll do an intro and then we'll get mm-hmm. into it um how's paul I should be. I should have invited Paul. I don't know. Does Paul? Did Paul play it? Yeah, he actually did. I, you know, I don't know if uh, if you would mind, but I would make like suggest possibly because I don't know how you feel about the game. Yeah. But just to kind of put this in an O, like, because for me, I so far I spent I finished it today around like noon ish. Uh huh. And I've been thinking about the game a lot. Right. Yeah. My initial reaction is i really liked it i liked a lot of the choices that they made well not necessarily i liked the choices that they made but i'm happy with the outcome right like obviously with the whole like joel thing or whatever it's like i don't like that he died but i like what they did with it um paul on the other hand we haven't talked a lot about it yet, but he is in the camp where he liked the gameplay and stuff a lot, but the story things he wasn't a huge fan of. Right, right. Um, I, I'm probably in the same boat as Paul then. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, it's kind of, it's up to you. I mean, I'd be down to have another party involved in this conversation. Cause I like mean, for me, I'm a, like, last of us Homer. Like, that's like, that's my bread and butter. That's my shit. You're telling me, dog. You're telling me, bro. Um, um but yeah, I mean, it's up to you. I mean, I'm I'm game for that. Um, if you want, you just I mean, shoot him a text or something. Just say like, hey, the the this link is open. Um, if yeah. You page, he can just join. Let me see. Yeah, go ahead. Um, why you're doing that? I guess I ask you. You've been playing any other games? Um, I mean. Like well, what were you, you know, playing before this? Right before this, I was playing a lot of the original. I finished. You were streaming that, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, just like you know, I was playing it pretty late at night. I was like, yeah, might as well throw this up if anybody wants to come in and like, you know, because I was playing it on grounded. So if anybody wants to come in and like Jeez. shit talk me, yeah, <laughs> uh, or like you know, right. try to backseat game or whatever the fuck, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had a couple people watching me, like, 
<laughs> it took me like two and a half hours, I think, to beat the the first uh, bloater you encounter in the school on Grounded because I had like no ammo, no health. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, but yeah, no, so I was playing a lot of that. I like did a playthrough on, I think it was like Survivor just to refresh the story and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And then started the next playthrough, but you know, I got friends that I'm, you know, playing online games with and playing a lot of like Rainbow Six Siege and, and that right. type of stuff. Um, but nah, I was, I was kind of trying to keep the palette relatively cleansed in the coming weeks up to this. Cause I mean, for sure, for sure. This is like, this has been my, this has been my thing, you know, like I've been waiting a long time for this game. So. My question for you is so I, so I hopped on The Last of Us uh, on launch launch day back when it came out. I was mm-hmm. that was a game where I was like, it was it was either that or some other game that came out around the same time. Got terrible, but I was like, this game looks like it's finna be it. And I've been a Naughty Dog fan since a little kid, so I was like, all yep. right, then it mm-hmm. definitely gonna let me down. And then I played it, and I was like, fam, this content right here. This gameplay right here, bro, can't beat it, bro. Mm-hmm. Then it was like a. I remember when it came out. I played it from the day it came out to the summer of. That led into what, like our junior year or something like that. Uh, yeah. So the original came out in June of 2013, um, and then the PS4 launched that fall. So yeah. this is, yeah, going into our junior year. Yeah. So yeah. I played it from then until that following summer. And that was like one of the only games I had on my PlayStation. Because at the time, yeah. my dad was like, I'm not buying PlayStation Plus. And I was like, but it's free and all that. All yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just remember playing that so many times. It was just like, how am I not bored with it? Like, how am mm-hmm. I still interested in it? And at that point, I just realized, yo, this this game, like they, they just put together a really well-told story game a really well put together game with mechanics and it's just like the multiplayer even like a lot i have a lot of friends that were kind of like the, the multiplayer was missed for them but for me mm-hmm. like, that was a hit like yeah i played i played the regular faction then i played the firefly faction i was like yeah nah i'm gonna just keep playing but <laughs> then i then it then i fell off because everyone was like bro why are you still playing that there's no reason for you to still be playing i was like yeah you tell me another 10 out of 10 game made in the last couple years like this. And they were like, well, let me, you know, grant that. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're, yep. <laughs> You're not wrong, but like, this is different. But yeah, yeah. That was just me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I completely, you? I mean, I completely agree. Like, I, my first playthrough of The Last of Us was on a PS3. Yeah. Um, I think I like borrowed it from a friend or something, like mm-hmm. maybe a month after it came out or something and played through the game. Then uh, uh, I like gave it back to him or whatever, and you know I didn't get a PS4 on launch. It came out like November. I think I got my PS4 like that next like May or June. Yeah. Um, but pretty soon after that was the when the remaster came out. Mm-hmm. So I immediately hopped on that boat. I bought the remaster, played through it again, got like deep into the multiplayer, um, played a lot of that, and then you know it's just been a game that like. I've constantly gone back to over the last, you know, six years. I've played through the first one probably like 10 times now, um, like completely. Um, There's a bunch of times where I like 
started it up and never finished and then you know come back to it like six months later like oh where was i doing uh, whatever just started over again but i've like finished it all the way through like 10 times and every time you play it man there's just there's something else you find another note and like yep it's it just that's really how it is yeah it's like the game is you know it it revolves around these two iconic and lovable characters well yeah. well i mean i don't even know if like lovable is the right word i'm sure we're gonna get into that but like two characters that you care about yeah, by yeah. the end of it but like the world of the game is is a character like mm-hmm. you have all those notes you know from like ishmael and stuff like that and like you know just random people from outbreak day that were like oh man like you know i haven't seen this person in a, in a little bit like i i hope i hope to see them soon or whatever and like leave those types of notes and stuff like that it's like right you know every time you play the game you see something or you see a sign or you see a poster you read a note it's like yeah it the world real- building in this game is unlike yeah. anything mm-hmm. that's out right now yeah for sure for sure um all right so one of the things that like i thought was interesting was mm-hmm. how you you just mentioned the game in itself was like it's its own being and it's interesting mm-hmm. like playing it you really feel like it's like this like um i wouldn't say like a dry air or anything but like anytime Mm -hmm. i started up the last of us i just felt like i'm about to step into something like is um what's the word yeah i can't you can't comprehend the gameplay like i mean you can like you know how the clickers are gonna play how how the fire at the same time it's like there's this atmosphere this eerie uh aura that comes with it where it's like I'm stepping into something, even though I know what's going on, no matter how many times I play it, it still feels unpredictable. Yeah. Like you just, and I mean, you playing on grounded mode that, you know, that brings a smile to my face. Cause I know a lot of people when they like heard about it, they were like, I don't know. That seems way too difficult. And it's like, that's the, <laughs> that's the fun in the game though. Like that's the, yeah. if you really want to play a game on its hardest difficulty and get the, the essence of the game, that's the way to play. And when I had it on my PS3, RIP to my PS3, that was okay. one of those things where it was just like, I got to play it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I platinumed it. Um, that was just because at the time it was like, I wasn't for platinum work when I was younger. It was just like. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I mean, like, I'm the same way. Like, again, like, you know, I just finished my first playthrough of the second game earlier today. Mm-hmm. Probably after we finish up here, I'm going to probably boot up another playthrough to be honest but like because like i i i think like the platinum in this game is is very doable like it's finished the game there's no you have to finish on a certain difficulty the trophy list in the first game is like it's very broken the game (laughs) is absolutely stellar like it's i think the first game is like it's perfect man like there's there's just i don't think there's anything like that out but the trophy list is like the opposite it's like really 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 poor like you just have to do a like ridiculous amount of things and the fact that like you can't really go back to areas to like find collectibles like you have to do it all in like a single playthrough right and like you had there was multiplayer lock things where you like finish each faction and like that takes a lot of time right um so yeah i mean i'm in the same boat like i've played the game so many times it's my favorite game of all time but I've never gotten the platinum and honestly probably never will because like it's just the <laughs> faction thing. It's just it's it's too much. It's too right, much. Right. All right. 
well, what's up, guys? It's uh, Sam here. Uh, I'm here with another episode of Samcast. Uh, this episode, um, it's a special one, at least like to me and uh, my special guest, only because it's a game we've been waiting on for a really long time. But before I even talk about the game, um, my friend Giancarlo is here. What is going on, my man? What's going on, Sam? Happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you heard a little bit about us talking about some of the stuff that was going on in uh, early Last of Us. Um, a lot of shared opinions on the first game, a lot of uh, shared actions, just going back and replaying the game. Um, if you don't know, uh, The Last of Us Part 2 uh, game uh, developed, made by Naughty Dog, was released this past Friday. Um, I will say there's a lot of, there's a lot of talk going on about this game. Um <laughs> Usually, uh, when it first came out, it was a lot of 10 out of 10s. This game is where it's at. Um, I would say, for me, not even five hours after the game came out, people who had already beat the game were like, yo, the ending is whack, this, that, and the third. And it was like, I mean, I'm still going to play it. I waited this long mm-hmm. for it. You know what I'm saying? I pre-ordered it like two months ago. I'm yep. going like, to – it doesn't matter if the story's bad. This is it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess without – uh, too much else going on. I wanted to start with uh, the the story. Tell me how you feel at the end of playing this game. Do you feel satisfied? Or do you feel accomplished? <laughs> I mean, that's like, a, it's a really tough question, like whether or not I feel satisfied with the ending. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. I Playing through the ending of the game, like pretty much once you reach uh, like... Abby's version of day three. Yes, this is. I mean, you can't like this game. Yeah, it's it's spoiler heavy. Like, you can't talk about this game and not spoil something. That's the weird thing. I mean, without a doubt, like you're you're playing this game and you think like you're playing as Ellie the whole time, and this is Ellie's story. And it, I mean, it is like this is her story. But halfway through the game, like it completely does like a metal gear solid 2 where like yeah. it flips it and like you're playing as who you think is the antagonist of the game for sure for, for sure. a long time for like sure. um so yeah i mean this is like you can't talk about this game without getting into you know the nitty-gritty but right. finishing the game and like you know once you finish abby's day three and you kind of like pick up at the farm and go from there it kind of gave me like you ever see um the lord of the rings trilogy yeah. yeah 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 so you know you know how like return of the king like ends like four times like it like cuts <laughs> yes. to black and then like another scene starts and it like cuts to black you're like is it yeah. over and then there's another scene that's yeah. like kind of what this felt like like the farmland thing reminded me a lot of like the end of uncharted 4 um when you see like drake and elena with like yeah. their daughter or whatever and you know, even kind of like the end of like Red Dead 2, uh, we're exploring a lot of games right now, but like the end of like Red Dead 2 where you like see John yeah. Marston in a different light. Um, yeah, for sure. But, you know, finishing the game, like, I, it's it's just still like a lot to process. Like, it's not as ambiguous as the first game. Like, mm-hmm. the ending of the first game, you had this like incredibly emotional moment where you know, Ellie demands that Joel confirms that everything he's said to her to this point about the fireflies is true. And he says like, you know, it's true. It was all of it. Like everything is, 
you know, it went down the way I say, and Ellie kind of just like looks at him, mm-hmm. gives like this big old, <sighs> okay, and like it just yeah. ends. Yeah. And you know, after after that, I didn't know if I wanted another game because the ending of the first game is so perfect. Like I yeah. love those ambiguous endings where you kind of just mm-hmm. create what the ending means for you. For sure. And this one feels a little bit like they're leaving it so they could potentially return to the series. Yeah. Um, but I don't know I mean, how I feel about that, to be honest with you. Yeah, like I, I, I finished this one again, and just like the first one, I don't want another one. But if they're gonna, if they tell me, hey, yo, like part three is coming out, or like Last of Us colon whatever is coming, like. Mm-hmm. I'll be there day one. I'm gonna like I'm gonna be there and play like I'm gonna play yeah, it. But sure. I I don't know if I want to see another uh like another game in this world. I mean right. Neil Druckmann, like the director of the game, is yeah. has said that like you know after the first game they spent time fit like you know, they had plans for like the Left Behind DLC that came out afterwards and around the same time they were like pitching the idea of the second game and that it it's called part two for a reason. Like it's, it's the second part of this story. It's not the last of us two. It's part two of one overarching game, which, you know, immediately in the last like few hours since I beat it, I've been trying to think it's like, well, which one do I like better? Like just immediately like thinking about it. And I don't know if, like, I definitely don't have an answer for that now. And I don't know if I ever will. Cause, like, the two games are like, it, the part one and two create The Last of Us. Like, yeah, that's I a don't, great point. that's a great, like, point. I don't, I don't think you can just be like, oh, well, like, I like, I love The Last of Us, but I hate part two. It's like, well, then you don't really like The Last of Us. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. whether or not you agree with the decisions, which I'm sure we're going to get into, it's like, mm-hmm that's different from acknowledging what this world is and what these characters like are all about. Um, right. But I guess, right. you know, too long. Don't read. I honestly don't know how I feel about the ending. Yeah, I think it's really going to gauge on kind of where they go from here and hopefully don't go from here. But For sure. I mean, what were you, what were your thoughts at the end? I mean, I, I wasn't satisfied. Um, mm-hmm. I felt I felt accomplished in the sense that it was like up until that very you kind of really do everything in your in Ellie's arsenal to get to Abby. Mm-hmm. So in that sense it was like I feel accomplished. Like this this almost 60 hour well not really it wasn't that long more like 26 27. Dude, man, it felt like 60 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. This long journey of a game i did a lot of stuff here that i probably wouldn't have done you know what i'm saying either Mm -hmm. way it was like i did i still learned about characters not maybe in the way that i wanted to but i learned a lot like you even though there's a time skip and all that ellie's still one of those characters where it's like yo she's still gonna she's still the face of all of this or Mm -hmm. i mean with joel being kind of out of the picture but still in the picture of you flashbacks it was just like mm-hmm. all right still feel for ellie i really do and that's the one thing like that probably makes me still okay with the games like i can still feel for her 
up mm-hmm. into that last part. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to uh, the the game as a whole, I mean, honestly, I just I prefer the energy that the second one had. There wasn't a lot of like for me. There just wasn't a lot of relief. There was in like those down times where they had just mm-hmm. gotten on a horde or just escape the city like there was none of that like ellie and dina or ellie and uh jesse you know bonding over something that wasn't necessarily relevant to the story it was pregnant what are you gonna do gonna do who why are they after joel i thought like i was really hoping like they'd go to an amusement park or something like that and it was like Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen this before? No, what is this? This is pretty cool. But there was none of that, like, interacting with Seattle. Like, I was really hoping we were going to go into the Space Needle or something. That didn't yeah. happen at all. Yeah, I mean, like, you see it when um, when you're on uh, the island, like the Seraphite's yeah. island with Lev. And, like, I forget what Lev calls it, but it's, like, it's like they call it, like, this something, something along the lines of, like, a tower. Yeah, and then yeah, it's, like, and then like uh abby's like oh you mean the space team is like the what and like you yeah, look I and that was cool do and like i mean when you think about it because the space hey guys let me grab you real quick have you ever thought about starting your own podcast well when i was trying to start this one and get it off the ground i had a lot of questions like how do i record an episode how do i get my show on all these apps that people like to listen to and how do i make money the answer to all these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's all free, and it's super easy to use. And right now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast, like, immediately. In fact, you know, that's part of this whole promotion right here. But, I mean, all you got to do is hit the record button after you download the app from the App Store. And you're good to go. Afterwards, you can edit it, add in some, add in some music, whatever you want. So, if you're always wanting to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm/start to join me in a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor.fm/start. Can't wait to hear what you want on your podcast. Yeah, I. <laughs> Wasn't supposed to happen. Um, definitely, definitely didn't save that. But that's fine because I can, I can work with that. But you were talking about the, we were talking about the space needle. Um, yeah. So like you know the space needles like on like the Seraphite Island or whatever. And you know when you think about Seattle, like the space needle is like you know obviously in the city, which is connected to the mainland of the United States, but somehow it's an island now so like what happened in these 25 years since 2013 like was there a massive earthquake that detached that part of the island or like all this you know they they talk about the storm and like you know obviously the pacific northwest is like very rainy like did it get worse over this amount of time like did it flood um for sure it was because i was like one i spent a large portion of the game like looking around the massive like beautiful skylines like looking for the space needle and i was like yeah, I was like, that's very strange that a game that takes place in Seattle doesn't have the Space Needle. And then at the end, I was like, at first, I was like, this doesn't make any. S- oh, wait a second! Like, what happened here? 
Uh, right. It's which again all the is way like over in East Bumblefuck. Right? Yeah. Which is like another thing. Where it's like that's that's the world building in this game. Where like, what happened here, man? Like, it's yeah. it's there's a lot more to Seattle than you know mm-hmm. what our perception of that city is. Um, right. But I agree. That's um, that's part of one of the reasons. Like, I have an issue with this game. There's just there's a lot of things that play big roles in the game and they're just not um they're just not accurately like depicted um mm-hmm. like for example the and the wolves and even the rattlers at that point like you get insight on them from the characters and then some of the notes you find but like there's no like there's no real story about when they started who mm-hmm. started it and then like the whole thing with like the truce obviously there was beef within the truce. Like one side was like, I'm not down for this truce. And then the other side was like, well, you killed our people. So we're breaking the truce. And it's like, it would have been nice for there to be a character that we meet that gives you insight. Like, yeah, I was there. This is what happened. I mean, yeah. there's that. I mean, even like the whole thing with Isaac, you see Isaac in one scene torturing somebody. And then that's it. And it's like, he was scary. He's not really scary anymore. And then when you see him in um, in the forest and with the Seraphites, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's back. And then he dies. And it's like all this talk about this guy, Isaac, and whatnot. And there's no there was no real threat because, I mean, clearly um, <clears throat> Clev's sister is like bow, bow, bow before. I mean, you know, she got filled with the bullets. But mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just it's interesting. Like, I just feel like it wasn't a complete it just wasn't complete like the first one was one did a great job at just like this is where we are and these things happen here like in the first game when you go to the the university Mm -hmm. it's 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 what happened at this university yeah Um, and then you find the monkeys and the laboratory and all that kind of stuff um this one it was just like we were traveling place to place but it wasn't really like we were going too many places um so that was a that was a big thing for me um but the biggest thing was I would have enjoyed the story if they had just rearranged the segments differently. Like that's a that's a very showing, fair point. Yeah, instead of showing Joel die in the first two hours, I would have made that very explicit scene play like maybe right in the middle of the game, but after you've already had game time with Abby. Because the problem people don't the reason probably mm-hmm. people really don't like Abby, in my opinion, is just because they set they set her up for failure. Yeah. at the beginning of the game you made it so we wouldn't like her and then you ask us to play as her yeah kind of like well a lot like there's one guy i was watching on youtube and he quit playing the game after he sold joel die and he hasn't played it since he he was like i just how would you what writer would write something like this in that detail and then expect me to want to continue the game knowing that he's a he's the other half of the series like there's no there's no going around the fact that it's just you know <clears throat> uh reruns of memories and all it's kind of like you're only feeling you're only filling half of the void because i don't know like we don't know what type of person joel is now mm-hmm. that's a, that's the thing like you don't know what type of people they are you don't yeah their their relationship just isn't the same anymore and it's like it, it's tough it's tough to want to Enjoy. I mean, you know, like I like I fall a little bit on the other side of that where, you know, for me in the first game, 
you know, I like touched on it a little bit where it's like, you know, you love these characters, but, you know, in the first game, like you play as Joel, he's like the protagonist, I guess you could say, but like, mm-hmm. he's not a good person. Like, no, not at all. He does awful things that like you experience throughout the game. And then even at the beginning, you know, when it does that um, 20 year jump after mm-hmm. he loses Sarah and he's in Boston, like, you know, you can tell through the conversations that he's having with Tess that they've done a lot of really, really messed up things as these mm-hmm. smugglers over the course of 20 years. And I think the way he handled the whole thing with Ellie at the end of the game and took away the thing that gave her life meaning and then mm-hmm. lying to her about it, for me, like, I love Joel and I, like, I loved experiencing that, experiencing that game that way. Yeah. But, like... I see him 100% as a bad guy. Like and that's interesting. That's very interesting. And and then like, you know, not saying that like, you know, he was a bad person and I wanted to see him die. It was more like you've done a lot of bad things and you're a bad person, but my hope is that you can leave that behind and mm-hmm. live your life in peace, you know, with the people that you love, you know, Tommy right. and and Ellie now um but so that's like why for me you know seeing Joel die like that at the beginning of the game left a bad taste in my mouth because I was like I I'm not surprised this is happening but I'm surprised it's happening this way and this quickly right um and like you know why is this happening like you know you have the at the beginning of the game, you can kind of infer between like Abby's and Owen's relationship and their conversation that they're, they're obviously hunting him. So like you can kind of piece together. It's like, well, are they former fireflies? Like this would make sense. Like, you know, Joel like Ramboed that hospital in Salt Lake city, like killed all these people. (laughs) So it's like, you know, like this is probably where that's coming from. And then it happens and it's like, all right, well, time to go to Seattle and uh, get some revenge. Like I, I want Abby dead like right now. Right. Yeah. But then you play as her and you see like the relationship with her father and like how much lighter and happier her life is in comparison to Ellie's, which I have a point to that in a little bit, but like, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, her life is rooted in, in happiness with her father and being with the fireflies and like their small little group and stuff. And then that is ripped away from her by Joel. For sure. So it's like, you know, she's kind of warranted in doing what she did, but I can see why, you know, that act turns people off. But the argument I have is like, if you just stop playing the game after seeing that scene you're doing yourself a disservice like whether or not you disagree with the way things play out and whether or not you can find it within yourself to forgive abby for what she did that's a completely different conversation but like at least see it through and make that decision like yeah this game takes you on a ridiculous ride like the entire time you're angry stressed um like my heart was beating ridiculously quickly like the entire time like mm-hmm. there was moments where something would happen and i would need to put my controller down and just like 
take a walk. Like I just needed to walk yeah. away. Um, yeah. But I don't know, like the, the Abby thing, I, at the end, like, I don't necessarily forgive her what she, for what she did, but like, I, mm-hmm. I understand. And I, I think I agree with you in the fact that maybe showing it in, in that order, you know, she was definitely set up for failure. And I think that was intentional. Like they wanted to go through the act of, all right, let's try to redeem her, but like without knowing anything about her beforehand. Right. Um, yes, yeah, so I, th- I think I agree with you. Putting it a little bit later would have probably uh, reduced all the hate of the game because people just mm-hmm. stop playing immediately and then go on Metacritic and write the reviews and tank yeah. the scores without mm-hmm. really kind of giving themselves a fair, giving the game a fair yeah, chance and sure. seeing it through. But I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I mean. <clears throat> I think I think what'll happen is a lot of people will come back to it within the next week or two yeah. and realize like, yo, like, yeah, I'm very disappointed in the things that happened, but you can't deny that there was a lot of effort put into this story and it was a well told story. It's incredible the way um, they tell they tell it. It's just it's just like I said, I mean, for me it's just the way the the order that some of the things happen. But regardless, yeah. they still got the job done. You still you still, I think you get the emotions that they wanted you to feel. I think they mm-hmm. wanted you to feel uncomfortable. I saw somewhere someone was like, they wanted you from the jump. They wanted you from the, the teaser to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. They wanted you to know this is not, this isn't what the first game was. And it isn't by mm-hmm. any, by any means. Um, so yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, no, a little bit, a little bit on that stuff. too, though, yeah. is, um, Again, Neil Druckmann has talked about how the first game is like it tells this story of like love and like the bond between these two characters and like that father daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you originally playing through the first game and honestly, up until Friday, the first game, it's like, man, like this is this is like kind of dark, right? Like it, it's not a lighthearted game. But after playing the second one and looking back at the first one, the first one's like a walk in the park. Like it's like what you were saying, like a day at the theme park, like it's happy go lucky for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, But like this game, like, you know, as Neil has said and stuff, it's, it's rooted in revenge and hate and like the way pain and loss is reflected between the two characters and how they start from different places and then almost Mm -hmm. like flip flop and then like meet in the middle. It's, it's crazy like it's it's it whether or not you agree with what the story told you Mm -hmm. can't deny that it's a master class in storytelling like oh for sure the fact that you play through all these things and you want all of these wolf members dead you go in you kill owen you kill mel you kill a pregnant woman and like (laughs) you like you know you kill the like you kill you kill those people and you're like maybe aside from mel you're like i don't feel bad right but then to you going through abby's story and you meet these people and like you start to care about them you're like holy shit i killed the like i killed these people and like you know that and i remember coming back from the island as abby and then you have to like start to walk in i didn't want to press triangle like to like walk into the door i was like i don't want to see these people dead like yeah even though like when (laughs) the first time you walked into the aquarium as ellie you're like i can't wait to get these motherfuckers Mm -hmm. and like i was like damn i don't want to do this like 
you know, again, you're not always going to agree with what's going on, but the, like the fact that they were able to tell these two sides of the story in that way Mm -hmm. is nothing short of incredible. Like it's, it's unreal. Yeah. Um, we're about 13 minutes into a second attempt at recording. Uh, we had some recording issues, but if you didn't know, um, I'm here with my friend, Giancarlo. What's up? What's going on? Talking about, uh, the last of us. Um, but back to your point, yeah. I mean, an- another thing that, like, I feel like I, you speaking about it, it just made it's a great example of, like, I guess adulthood in the sense that, like, there's a lot of things that are going to happen in life that you will most definitely never have control over. Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole story is that, like, you have no yeah. control over who, what you do, everything goes around full circle. And that's one of the reasons, like, I'm okay with the ending. This is, like, to a certain degree, things go, like, full circle. Like, Ellie had the chance to kill um, Clev right then and there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, on the when, when uh, Abby was putting him in the boat. Because mm-hmm. clearly, she's not, she was not the giant, quote-unquote, ox that she is. Or what. Yeah, you can and see that she was hung up there. Like, she's been, yeah. they don't tell you how long time has passed and she was captured by the rattlers but you can just see by her physique that it's been a while right um speaking of characters though is there a character in particular that you really uh you wish you could see you wish you had seen more of or wish that there was just more of them to see um i mean honestly like they're most of the characters that they introduced i either liked or or was kind of indifferent about i don't think any because this game, unlike the first one, the first one, you know, you really only have, like, Joel and Ellie. Like, those are your only constants. Um, this game has a very large cast. Um, but I don't know. Like, I honestly, like, I'd love to see more of most of them. But I think if I could see more of anybody, I think it'd probably be Lev. Um, and what life was like on the island before they shaved their head. Because mm-hmm. I think that was one of the most beautiful beautiful things I've seen in this game and, you know, and probably in most games was the way they tackled the um, idea of Lev being transgender. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they had the moment where you're with Abby, you're, you know, you're with Abby and Lev and you're trying to get to the hospital to get um, supplies for Yara. Mm-hmm. And then the Seraphites are calling Lev Lily. And you're yeah. like, at first I was like, are they calling Abby Lily? Like, do they think they know my name? Like, this is kind of weird. What? Like, all right, cool. Right. And they, you know, you go, you progress like a little bit further. And like, Lev's like, you know, I guess you heard them call me Lily. And like, Abby's like, yeah, like, um, something like you know do you want to talk about it or something he's like no i don't yeah and then you know they give you a little like kind of they kind of peel back the curtain a little bit more a little bit later but it's like you know i know there's a lot of talk about this game with you know the lgbtq thing and like people not there's plenty of haters out there who hate the game solely for that and yeah. if that's the case go burn a hole like that's just like judging a game strictly off of that like doesn't make any sense but Mm -hmm. the way that this like handled this very sensitive topic today yeah and just like Mm -hmm. almost Mm -hmm. in the background and like 
told you it through like casual conversation and you have to kind of figure it out on your own is was awesome and like I'd love to see how you know Lev was struggling internally and stuff in a religious cult like yeah you know it's not very far off of what happens in real life with religion and people who feel this way like to feel like an outcast and trying to push themselves away and leave you know what some consider a cult you know like yeah um i agree i agree i agree i agree that's crazy um a character for me was i mean beside his godlike voice i was really messing with jesse i I wish we could get a little bit more of like the the character he was because he Mm -hmm. it came off as like maybe him maybe him and ellie had a thing but like then it's kind of like no the chemistry there doesn't seem right. It seems more like they'd be really good, like, hunting partners or something. Mm-hmm. That, like, out in the world, they seem like the get-it-done duo. But, like, then when, you like, Dina comes in, it's kind of like, oh, I see now. But it's yeah. just, like, you feel like there's something with, like, the unfinished, like, you don't know the potential. You don't know what, his, like, fatherhood would have been like for him. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really there. It's like, if there was a team player in that game, it was him. It was him saying like it was like he was with Ellie like any decision I mean obviously other than the like going to get Tommy but then at that point it was kind of like for me it was like why are you not going to get Tommy your goal yeah. was, your goal was to get to Abby with Tommy Tommy left you went to go look for Tommy yeah kind of like the whole time you you think you're chasing after Tommy which you are but you're following all the destruction that he caused and it was kind of like a shouldn't I have been the one causing all this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why why is Tommy killing all these people and I'm getting there after the fact? But then mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, it's all good because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure that Ellie's going to be the one to finish it. Um, granted, not quite what happens. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you have a great point, though. I, I The way they cover the topics of the LBGTQ community and transgender and all that stuff, it's – it's very, it's very subtle, but it's very profound at the same time. Like when uh, Club was like, "Yo, yeah, I shaved my head." Yeah, and his sister was like, "Yeah, he was supposed to marry so and so." And then it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, so even at that age, what was he like?" He was young. He was like eight or something. I like think that? he would. No, there's actually there's a really funny line where, uh, um, I think this is like right after they leave to to go to the hospital, uh. Abby's like, oh, like, you know, like, what are you, eight? And he's like, I'm yeah, yeah, 13 yeah, 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 yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. 13. Which is kind of reminiscent of the same dialogue, similar dialogue that Ellie had with Joel. Yep. Or no, yep. with uh, uh, Sam and Henry when they were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how old are you? And she was like, was it? <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, wow, you're older than me. And I was like, yeah, no big Yeah, that was a really great moment where, like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, like, how old are you? It's like, it's like, oh, I'm 14. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm 14, too. And then uh, Henry was like, oh, are you really now? It's like, I'm close. <laughs> like, obviously, yeah, like, yeah. you know, had some mm-hmm. feeling some type of way uh, towards Ellie. But no, the whole the whole Jesse thing, you know, to echo your point a little bit, too. I, like, really like the way all that stuff played off with him and with him and Ellie. And, like, there's uh, the one flashback where um, – you are headed to that music store with Joel. So it's Ellie and Joel. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, Joel was like making these comments about Jesse and stuff like, he's like, yeah, you know, he's saying that you're doing really well on like the patrols and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, like, I think he, I think he has a, like a thing for you or like, you know, I see some sort of connection there. And Ellie's like, no, 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 we're just friends. He's like, no, I I know it when I see it. And like, she kind of just mutters under your brother, like, you don't even know, like referencing the fact it's like, I don't, it's, it's not the, I don't, I don't play that right. way. Um, right. Right. But yeah, no, the way they build up that like friendship and, you know, it's like, they're always there for each other, whether or mm-hmm. not they are in good standing. Cause you know, you yeah. think in the beginning that like Jesse's mad at Ellie because of the whole right. Dina thing, which I thought right. was, you know, to kind of go off topic a little bit, I thought was brilliant that, you know you have that moment in the barn um where like the whole kiss thing happens with uh ellie and dina which they revealed at e3 in 2018 right Mm -hmm. and the game starts with you know when it jumps four years with ellie and like jesse's knocking on the door and then you kind of live through this experience at that party after it happens and i was like yeah okay cool like i guess they're just assuming that people saw that trailer um and then it eventually doubles back and comes back in at like the very end of the game and i was like whoa that is like not how i anticipated all this stuff going down but it's Mm -hmm. it's cool that it's like it builds up this how this relationship came into effect and then you know at the very end it's like you get context for it and you see that whole altercation with seth and stuff but right 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 um before we move on to um some other parts of the game. How did you feel about Dina and I guess her role uh, being the, I guess the new uh, partner, the new, the new girlfriend, the new best friend, and then her traveling with you uh, for about a quarter of the game and then finding out she's pregnant. And then she kind of like, to me, departed from the story at that point. Cause it was kind of like, she was no longer necessarily, she wasn't, she wasn't a risk. It wasn't like I got to make sure I get back to her for her safety or anything. Um, yeah. So how? I, I mean, how do you just how how do you feel about her? I mean, I, I guess like you know, if there was another character, I wish we could have gotten more of. It would have been Dina, and specifically, um, how the friendship evolved with Ellie and Jackson before the events of this game. Right. Like yeah. you know, you see you know you they talk about how they were really good friends and there's even like i think like some notes that you encounter stuff in the journal where like ellie's like talking about dina it's like oh you know dina's really cool and like kind of like ellie's this like badass female lead and yeah she thinks that dina is like way out of her league which i think is like really really cool um Mm -hmm. for ellie to be thinking that way but you know seeing how that relationship evolved would would have been cool and like you know i think one of my favorite moments in the game was when um uh you go into the music store in seattle uh and you pick up the guitar and ellie starts to play that song that joel sang for in the uh sung for in the in the beginning of the game um Mm. and then you know dina walks in it's like oh you know what was that and ellie you know that's a song that clearly means a lot to her um didn't want to share that and you know it's like oh do you remember that one night at the bonfire and then like plays the acoustic cover of take on me like 
that, that, le- that like, hit that hit a soft spot too. dude that left me floored like i like i that was another wag i paused afterwards and just like sat there for him and i was like like this mm-hmm. this is really special like this is really 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 cool like you know me coming from a very very like big music background like music's a very big part of my life the fact that music played such a strong suit in this game and even mm-hmm. tied into the ending a little bit which i'm like we'll get into um mm-hmm. Like, was really, really cool. Um, but for Dina specifically, like, I liked that she was, like, she was all in with Ellie. Like, this is, you know, clearly there's enough here to mean something. And, like, I'm going to be there with you to see it through. Right. When we found out she was pregnant, you know, that kind of changed for me a little bit. It's like, okay, I understand where you're coming from, that, like, mm-hmm. you really want to be here for the person that you love and whatnot, but this is stupid. Like, you you should not be here. Like, I yeah. get that they probably didn't understand how dangerous Seattle was when they left, but, you know, like, it's just not smart. Like, I don't – I'm not – I can't entirely remember if they disclose how long Dina knew she was pregnant. Um, Cause I know like there was, there was talking about like she was throwing up on the trip to Seattle yeah. and the various right. places that they stopped. But like, right. did she know like a couple months before they left? Like how far along is she? Like, yeah. you know, did she have the choice to like, Hey, uh, maybe I should stay back or was it maybe too late at that point? Right. But right. I, you know, she ends up being pregnant and obviously provides a struggle for, Ellie and stuff in terms of like, all right, you need to stay here by yourself. Just do the reconnaissance portions of things and stuff like that. And I I do like that. Eventually they did come to the decision where it's like, okay, like it's time to leave. And then that's mm-hmm. when the game kind of flips on its head. Like for a minute there, I was like, are we really about to leave Seattle? Like without like seeing this through. And then like, I mean, that cutscene was horrific like yeah jesse like and ellie talking where it's like okay like you know we got to get dina to safety like are you sure you're okay with this and like ellie's like yeah i like pretty much like i've made peace with this and you know i'm sure down the line she would want to come back and finish it through but she's like we need to get to we need to get dina to safety like that's our priority and then like they walk out the door and like there's abby like coming back for revenge like the way jesse just gets dropped like I, that yeah. made me feel so bad dude again i immediately had to like pause the game i was like holy like all bets are off man like yeah anybody sure. is game like this is crazy mm-hmm. dude mm-hmm. and then it's like that's you why know, like go ahead. yeah god yeah i was just gonna say that's why for me it was wild that like tommy tommy lived as long as he did yeah and played the role that he did because it was like all right I, okay cool like you get the benefit of that okay Bet he's sniping people from the bridge. Yeah. Awesome. But then when he's in the room with Abby and you see him and then he gets shot, it was like, all right, he's for sure got to be dead now. Like, why? I, what, dude, I thought he, he got shot. shot. Like, I thought he got shot in the head. That's like, that's what, again, right? I'm going to like, I'm going to play it through again and like, obviously like take a good look at that. But like, yeah. it looks like he just thought, like, she just shoots him in the head. Like, mm-hmm. no question. And then walks away. It's like, but, uh, what? But what I, <laughs> notice is that when you're at the farmhouse mm-hmm. and he comes to see you i think it's his right eye his right eye yeah. is like completely gray 
So yeah. maybe I'm not saying that he got shot through the head or something like that, but I guess in that whatever event they just they had had to have damaged that guy pretty badly because I mean when he walked in the house he was limping. Yeah, we, like it definitely like pierced the head and like yeah messed with like the motor functions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like he, I like if there's probably you know there. I love, like, I love, love, love this game. But, like, it it's not perfect in the sense of, like, not everything hits. And I think, for me, one of the biggest things that didn't hit was, like, just just Tommy. Like, I liked his motives. Like, uh, of course, I think, like, he's going to want to go after Joel. And it kind of, like, makes sense after the second game because they had that – or after the first game, they had that falling out where then he left – for the fireflies and ends up in Jackson and you think Tommy's this like big asshole. And then Ellie and Joel show up and Tommy's like, Oh, like what's up? Like, you know, brother and stuff like that. And like they hug and they had clearly like their brotherhood meant a lot to him. And that's why he goes after Joel in the first place or Mm -hmm. not goes after Joel goes after Abby in revenge of Joel. But um, yeah, like he, they either should have made it to where he wasn't put in danger like that or killed him. Like it, there was just too many moments where it's like, yeah, dude, you would have died. Like there's just, there's no way you wouldn't have made it through this. Yeah. I I feel you. I feel you. I I agree. That's why I just, it disappoints me a little bit. Like if you're, if they, they kept him in there so long, I was really hoping that there would have been like, uh, uh, I don't know, like a uncle, uncle and niece kind of like duo or something where it was just them just like wrecking stuff but i mean yeah that's interesting I'm still, yeah like, i'm still it's you're still satisfied though with like yeah how things play out yeah like they had the flashback between tommy and ellie where like he gives her uh his rifle and you like you know really yep. badass like you know picking off like uh infected from like miles away it's like cool mm-hmm. as hell and like they clearly have like this they've built this relationship between the two where it's like okay like you know you can talk to me about these things or whatever like Mm -hmm. you know is everything okay and you know there I think there is that uncle niece relationship but I wish we could have like you know you always have that companion with you uh like you know wrecking shit while you're playing the game like I wish there would have been like an Ellie and uh Tommy moment that would have been pretty cool Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh all right so we're going to end uh, this episode right here, guys. Um, thanks again, John Carlo, for stopping through. Absolutely. Um, tune in uh, very soon for the second half uh, of this conversation. Um, all right. See you guys on the next one.